You know, no matter how many times I do this, I'm unsure of how long I should let the music play uh, loud and then fade into it. And where do I start talking? Once again, that's a song uh, written by King James. I actually did a little bit of processing on it because his version's a little bit slower. So I sped it up. But uh, you could look him up on Twitter. He's actually uh, one of the interns for Unwired. And this is Unwired. Welcome to Unwired. He's one of the interns for Unwired. And uh, this is your host, Robert. Uh, once again, running solo, having trouble getting people scheduled at the right time. We're trying to get this thing out on time. I missed the last two weeks because of a few different issues. But uh, trying to get this thing scheduled to go out on time. And so we went ahead without a guest. But don't worry, I'm here. I'm here to talk to you today about uh, the right time to buy. By most accounts, I'm frugal. Uh, so I usually only buy things when I think I can get a great value out of it, where I think it's on sale. So I, you know, in my head, I establish a particular value for an item and then I will see if I can beat that value or if I can find it or I can purchase at the right time when the value, the price is underneath the value that I set for it. I'll give you an example. There's there's a couple of items that I might want. Um, I'm actually looking online at a couple of things right now. And like rechargeable batteries. That's something you think, oh, rechargeable batteries should last a while. Yet, you want to have a good set of rechargeable batteries so you could run through them. You could cycle through them. If you just came back from doing one event and you have them charging, now yes, usually they're quick charging, and I try to charge them overnight. But if we have, um, we know there's a little little lag time, not a lot of lag time between, I like to have multiple sets ready to go. And especially if I'm having different kits to do different type of events. One day I might be doing a video event, so I have a particular set of batteries charged for the lights, and then the next day I have to run and do another event. So we're talking rechargeable batteries, whether it's AAA, AA, um, Canon's LPE6 or Sony's NPF batteries. It, we're just talking batteries in general. So I set a certain value to that. Let's say um, an 8-pack of AA, I'm going to spend $35 for a good set. And... For one single Canon LPE6, I know the actual Canon brand will run you about $69 on average. And then the NPF batteries come in three different sizes. And so let's just talk about the middle size. I believe they're 77, 770s. And we'll put a value of $35 on that. So 8-pack of AAAs, $35. Um, a Canon LPE6 is $69, and a Sony NPF 770 battery is $35. Let me verify that 770 one quick second. NPF 770. Okay, so from there's a few other manufacturers, they're selling theirs for about $60. So we'll, we'll put the value of $60 on that. $50, $60, yeah. And there's a couple of... Ooh. Okay, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked here. So we're setting the value. This is the value I have set for these batteries. 
oftentimes when I need them, I'm going to wait until I can get them below that number. So, for example, when I'm in the need for a 770 battery, I may look on a regular shopping site. Let's say, for instance, um, B&H, well-known shopping site for AV equipment, batteries, things of that nature. I'm looking there right now. I see that there's a Watson NPF 770 battery for $40. I'm thinking, wait a second, yes, that's that's under the 50 or $60 I might spend. This might be a good value. So then I'll do a little bit of research and find out how people like it. Now, according to, once again, B&H, out of 98 reviews, it has four and a half stars. That's pretty good average. What I'll do then is I'll go and see. I don't care about the people who are happy with the product. Um, I, I don't care about their description of why they're happy. I will look at the people who are unhappy and why they're unhappy. If they say, hey, I must have gotten a bad batch because mine doesn't charge up properly. Or if they're complaining about, oh, it exploded in my device and destroyed it. Then I'm less likely to buy. I know, well, out of 98 people, there's only five who complained. But I want to know what their complaints are. If all five of them have the same complaint that the battery exploded, I will most likely not buy the battery. 98 to 5, I mean, it would be 93 people who are happy and 5 who weren't, but it's the reason why they're unhappy that matters to me. If it's 5 people who had varying reasons like, and I've seen this, oh, I didn't like the color, oh, I didn't like the packaging it came in, well, then I'm not going to worry too much about that. I don't care about the color of a battery nor the packaging. But what happens is the consistency of people's complaints is what leads me to either purchase or not purchase an item. That's just the way I look at it. So I'm looking at this battery, which I would normally play, I would normally pay fifty to sixty dollars for. I can now get it at forty dollars with very few complaints, and the complaints aren't detrimental. To me, that's a good purchase. Now, if I were to go and find a better version where people are ecstatic with the battery. Out of, let's say, there's 50 reviews and everybody, it's five-star, 50 review, and it's $80 as opposed to 60 I wouldn't buy it. Once again, I mentioned I'm frugal. Um, if everyone's complained, hey, it lasted a bit longer than the other batteries, uh, I'm totally happy with it. I just wouldn't buy it because if I can get comparable... Um, performance for $60, I'll go after the comparable performance for $60. If I can get slightly less performance, but it's still within acceptable range for $40, I'll do the $40. Yes, sometimes I will admit that does catch you, and I'll, I'll come back to that in a bit. But really, it's about maximizing all your purchases, um, because with this industry, it's not just one thing you buy and then you're done. There's always these adapters and uh, with the rechargeable batteries, you need to buy chargers. There's a lot of different elements that you need to buy. So it's very hard to put a lot of money into one area while neglecting the other areas. Certainly, there are ways for you to um, sort of disperse your money properly. And that's what we're really talking about. 
how to be most efficient with your money on a purchase. Okay, so that was batteries. Let's go to LPE6, which is, I think, has far more variation between really good batteries and really terrible batteries. So let's look up LPE6. We're still on the B&H site. They're not a sponsor of mine. I'm not trying to send you there, but I do shop there, and um, I've had very few complaints shopping there. So. so out of LPE6, now we see the same Watson battery can be had for $40. Now, this time, out of 173 reviews, you've got four stars. So, and the Canon LPE6 is to be had for $61. So, that's a $21 difference over the Watson battery. But this has five stars. Out of 805 people, five stars. So, these people are completely happy with the Canon LPE6. Now remember what I just said. If I can get almost equal performance for a little bit less money, I would normally take it. But here's the caveat. Here's the caveat. When it comes to certain devices, going for a little bit less performance or a little bit less price can be very detrimental. Now, there's many manufacturers of the LPE6 battery. Most of them are terrible. Most of them especially, and I've done this, you go to eBay and you can buy five of them for the same $60. And they don't last nearly as long. And this problem becomes even more pronounced depending on the equipment you have. In a Canon battery, like with my Canon uh, photography cameras that use the LPE6 battery... I have normally bought, uh, let's see, Power Edge. Uh, let's see who manufactured this one. Wasabi Power. I have a couple of different manufacturers. Now, when you're doing photography, I also bought um, a battery holder, a battery grip for my Canon 80D. And so I'm able to hold two batteries. But it's quite obvious when I don't have Canon batteries in there because the power level's much, much worse. Now, once again, I mentioned the Blackmagic Pocket Cinema 4K, which is just going to be the Pocket 4K. It comes with its own LPE6 battery, which is actually more powerful than the Canon version. But in the Pocket Cinema 4K, and you could look this up, it had serious power drain. That, that camera uses a lot of power. And when you start to add things like external hard drives, monitors, blah, 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 it even sucks out more power. Depending on the lens you have, it sucks more power. So you have all these things sort of working against you. Now, Blackmagic makes their own LPE6, and it's selling for 45 It is rated at 7.4 volts, 2,000 milliamps, whereas my Wasabi Power is 7.2 volts at 2,600 milliamps. Now, I'm not one of those battery nerds. There are people out there who can... T oh. This is 18.7 watts per hour, whereas the Blackmagic one is 14.8 watts per hour. Hmm, like I was saying. I'm not one of those battery nerds who can tell you exactly what each thing needs and the draw and the pull and the resistance and so forth and so on. I did well in my electronics class way back in the day uh, with ohms, amps, and voltage. But when you're talking about camera draw and... Um, 
how much you need to pull and all that. I don't do those calculations. I just try to see if I can get these batteries to last as long as I need when I'm doing my recordings. That's that's the key for me. So in this case, I have just on B&H's site, I have a couple of different options. Either get the Canon one, which I know will last long, for $61. Get the Watson battery, which is usually pretty good. Um, I've had success with some Watson, not so much so with um, others, and I'll get to that in a second as well. I can get the Watson for $40, on this date. Don't hold me to these prices because, you know, prices are subject to change. Or I can get the Blackmagic version for $45. And so, and there's a couple of different brands which go lower or higher depending. I, I have a two-pack here, two chargers, two batteries for $54. And that just gets two and a half stars for three reviews. That's the other thing. How many people review is almost as important as what their reviews are. Three people giving two and a half stars, that's not a great sample size. But it seems like they're all miserable. I'd, I'd rather go up from that number. And so there are quite a few different... Oh, there's some really expensive ones here. Dual chargers with two Canon batteries. And now we're talking about the multiple hundreds of dollars. So there's a lot of things to take into account when you're doing these comparisons, you're doing these purchases. Um, let's see. There's a company called Headbox. I had a review. I had a conversation with them at NAB this year, and I still haven't put it up online. I mean, it's almost finished editing, and I haven't put it up. Um, but I bought some of their equipment, and I've been happy with it so far. They're also selling an LPE6. Uh, that one is 7.4 volts, 2,000 milliamp hours. Oops, just dropped my battery. And that's 14.8 um, milliwatt hours. So there's such variation here that you can't just look at the price itself and say, hey, all LPE6s are created equal. That does not seem to be the case. So... What I'm going to do is compare, and maybe I'll do this on another show, because this really isn't just about batteries. I'm sort of getting uh, trapped in the weeds here. This is more a conversation on how to spend your money. So we're looking to how to maximize our purchases. I know I need a lot of LPE6 batteries, and by a lot, with the Pocket 4K, it really sucks batteries. I've had to change out batteries multiple times in just doing one-hour shoot. There are, there are a couple ways around that, but we're not just dealing with that right now. We're just talking about maximizing. So in order for me to utilize this better, in order for me to get more mileage out of these purchases, I have to be smart with the money. Do I buy a ton of batteries where I know I'm going to be switching out quite often? The Pocket 4K is not for long format things. I'm not going to be recording a an entire... Um, meeting with it. I have other cameras for that, so I will have time to switch out the battery. But you don't want to. You don't want the camera to just die on you when you're in the middle of something important. So, what you're looking to do at that point is really how do you purchase? How do you set up your multiple purchases of multiple batteries where you're getting the best value for the money? So. You have to do your research, and it's not just about pricing. 
Now, if I flip over to eBay, I'm going to skip Amazon for now. I mean, you can get the same. Well, no, let me let me take a look at Amazon. So we're doing LPE6. And look, they have a charger and two batteries for $27 with 5% off. Wow, you think that's 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 really good. I mean, you can get more <clears throat> for less. You get more charger, you get more batteries plus a charger for less than you pay for one Canon battery. It's got 183 reviews and it's four and a half stars. So let's just take a quick look on what some of the complaints are. Like I said, I go straight to the one-star reviews. There's 10% of the one-star reviews. Here's one complaint. One of the batteries got stuck. That is a serious problem. So the reviewer says, one of the batteries worked perfectly fine, like an OEM. The other got stuck in my 5D Mark II battery bay immediately and required a knife to fish it out. What's the next person's complaint? Purchased only a few months. I've used about four times, and it's already on the fritz. They, once he says, once he puts them in the, he lights them, he charges them up, puts them in the camera, and they'll say they have 15% battery life. Um, another person said, worked fine for a while, but stopped charging after a few dozen charges. Now, these are different complaints. Um, some people are pointing out that the charger doesn't charge real Canon batteries. Another person mentioned that the charging was slow and then it stopped working after six months. Ooh. <clears throat> Another person mentioned that just popping the battery out broke the whole charger. So these are different complaints. But these are complaints that sort of bother me. The one that really stands out is it swelled up and got stuck in his camera. That has happened to me with cheap batteries in the Pocket 4K. Either the heat or the draw, the, well, the draw will cause more heat, but the draw or the just using the battery causes it to swell and then it gets stuck in the camera. That could damage your camera. So you're really, you're saving money on the battery, which costs you, okay, so you save $40 on a battery, but then you damage something that costs $1,200. That's not a good trade-off. Okay, that was one brand. Let's take a look at another brand of LPE6. What do we got here? Oh, yes, one battery alone is 14 bucks. Yeah, I've bought a couple of those and been very disappointed. Um, now, I have some from Wasabi Power. I have some from Rav Power, and I've been pretty happy with those. Once again, they even show, this is Amazon, shows a Canon real battery, or at least we believe it's a real Canon battery for LPE6. Uh, E6N, that's the newer ones, for $60. Okay, so that price sort of stays consistent. And that's the other thing you have to worry about is whether it's you're really getting what you're paying for. Sometimes people have paid for Canon batteries and gotten knockoffs unawares. And that's a shame. All right, so then we're going to slide over to eBay. And see what they have. And look. I've been looking for LPE6 batteries, so they show up right here. Okay, I got that. Type that in quite wrong. E6. Ah, uh, here's another company. K-Star. Okay. I have no interest in having people, you know, attacking different companies online. 
uh, and then having people say that I've destroyed their business. I am just going to tell you about my experience with uh, K-Star. I found that their chargers were not uh, very truthful with me, and I've bought more than one um, K-Star product, and their chargers would show that the device is fully charged, and then when I went to use it, the device did not show as fully charged. Uh, this happened to me a couple of times. That is just my experience. It's anecdotal. This is one person out of you know, a couple of million who may have brought their products, so take that with a grain of salt. Now, it's interesting, on eBay, it shows a genuine LPE6N battery for $30, brand new. That should give you pause. Everybody else is selling genuine LP Canon batteries for $60, and this one is showing $30. Uh, I would hazard a guess, even if it came in Canon packaging, even if the numbers look right on it, I would be suspicious. The reason I'd be suspicious is because I bought a Canon LP-E6N battery on eBay that looked genuine, and it lasted for about uh, a month, and it doesn't charge properly after that. Now, you also can check out on eBay, check out the reviewers' stats, make sure that people are happy with them and there's not huge complaints against them. So that's another way to shop wisely. Okay, somebody's selling two LPE6 batteries for $27 total. Not $27 each, $27 total. Yeah. Yeah, don't believe it. I'm sorry. It's not, it's not going to be worth your time and money. And trying to get your money back is going to take forever. So just understand that certain things are a certain price. And as cheap as I am, I recognize that. And you just have to live with it. Uh, a Canon battery for $14, it's probably not legitimate. And the packaging doesn't even look legitimate on this one. <laughs> I wish I could show it to you. And there are ways to tell, yes. This one says genuine. And yet Canon's not even stamped on the top. Uh, and it's eavesdropped from China. So I guarantee you're not getting a genuine battery. I know I've spent a lot of time on batteries, but it's just an example. Um, there's, I just recently bought some um, C-stands. It's about time I got into a C-stand. Um, on my PTZ Optics, I like to have a lot of height on it so I can put it up over the crowd and scan everything. I was trying to use some light stands, but the, the camera itself is a bit too heavy for just a, even a heavy-duty light stand. It's a bit too heavy for that. I, had, I was using it at an event, and someone bumped into it, and it moved, and it sort of disturbed the look I was going for. With a C-stand, it's much more sturdy, much heavier, much more able to handle the weight, and less likely to move if someone runs into a big pole that's that's cornered off in the side you know people need to just pay more attention so i bought a c-stand i looked and i looked over because i've seen good c-stands and i've seen mediocre ones um do you remember i had an episode in the first season called cheapness by dearness and light stands is an example of that. If you go too cheap on light stands or mic stands, you're going to regret it. It's not going to hold up well. It's going to be thin. It's going to be shaky side to side. So you want to invest real money into these things. 
So I got a C-stand. Now, I, I researched for quite a while because I came across a couple. There's a company called Cowboy Studio out in Texas, big um, equipment seller, and they often have clearances and sales, and they had some um, on sale. I looked at them. I sort of liked them. I looked at eBay, of course, and I didn't like the prices I was seeing. there. They were just a bit too low, so I knew what I was getting. And in this instant, I didn't want to go cheap. Um, so... When you're doing your purchases, you can make good decisions. You don't have to always spend the top. I know some people say, well, I, I bought the Canon battery and I'm, you know, I, I only go with the best. Well, okay, that works for you. Sometimes if you have to spread your money out depending on your budget, um, you may have to go with a slightly less quality. It doesn't mean you have to buy junk. So you're going to have to take some time, do your research, do some price comparison and know that if it's too good to be true in this arena, then it ain't true. Okay? Sometimes you can get a great deal buying stuff secondhand, but you have to do some searching. You're not going to just roll out of bed one day and um, the AV fairy comes and drops these great deals in your lap. You're going to have to do some searching sometimes. I often look on um, yeah, B&H has deals of the day. And so I'll look at their deals and see. Sometimes I'll reserve something in a wish list on a different site. And then when it comes on sale, I'll get a notification. Hey, something you've been looking for is on sale. And then there are times when I need something right away. And I'll still do some research, but I know I have to make a decision quickly. So, so I will make my purchase according to what I can afford at the moment and the best for what I can afford. And those are just some tips that I use as cheap and frugal as I am. These, those are some tips that I use to make wise decisions. Does it always work out? Eh, sometimes I go a little too cheap. I just purchased some uh, mic arm stands for like $8 a piece. If you know the boom arm stands for like radio stations doing podcasts. I'm guessing that's not going to be the greatest idea. <laughs> a $7 boom mic arm, especially the mics I have are sort of heavy. But, you know, $7. Hopefully, you know, prayerfully it'll work out. I'll let you know when they come in. I, I'm sure when I'm moving them around doing a show, you'll be able to hear every spring move, every um, screw groan. <laughs> but... It's all in the name of making good purchases and uh, spending money wisely. So, all right. That's the show for today. I mean, 30 minutes goes by real quick when you're talking about something that you really care about. Hopefully, this is going to make a difference for you. Remember, you could always write in your questions. Now, you can send it to unwired at spaceage-llc.com or unwired the podcast at spaceage-llc.com. Looking forward to hearing from you. Bye.